The Eyes Have It by Philip K. Dick. It was quite by accident I discovered this incredible invasion of Earth by life forms from another planet. As yet, I haven't done anything about it. I can't think of anything to do. I wrote to the government. I sent back a pamphlet on the repair and maintenance of frame houses. Anyhow, the whole thing is known. I'm not the first to discover it. Maybe it's even under control. Sitting in my easy chair, idly turning the pages of my paperback book, someone left on the bus. I came across a reference that put me on a trail. For a moment, I didn't respond. It took some time for the full import to sink in. After I comprehended, it seemed odd. I hadn't noticed it right away. Reference is clearly of a non-human species of incredible properties, not indigenous to Earth. A species, I hasten to point out, customary misrote, miscredering as about ordinary human beings. The skies, however, came transparent in the face of the following observations by the author. Is is that one obvious? This author knew some everything, knew everything, and was taking it in his stride. A line I tremble remembered. It, by, it even now read, his eyes slowly roved around about the room. Vague chills assailed me. I tried to picture the eyes. Did it roll like dimes? The passage indicated not. He seemed to move through the air, not over the surface. Rather, rather, apparently. No one in the story was surprised. That's what tipped me off. No sign of amazement. But such an outrageous thing, later the matter was amplified. His eyes moved from person to person. There it was in a nutshell. The eyes had clearly come apart for the rest of him. Were on their own. My heart pounded, my breath choked in my windpipe. I had stumbled on the accident mention, the accidental mention of a totally unfamiliar race, obviously non-terrestrial. Yet to the characters in the book, it's perfectly natural, which suggests they belong to the same species. The author, a slow suspicion, burned in my mind. The author's taking it rather too easily in his stride. Evidently, he felt this was quite an unusual thing. He made absolutely no attempt to conceal this knowledge. The story continued. Presently, his eyes fastened on Julia. Julia became a lady, at least the breeding to feel indignant. She described as a blushing and knitting her brows angrily. At this, I sighed with relief. There wasn't. It weren't any all non-terrestrials. The narrative continues. Slowly, calmly, his eyes examined every inch of her. Great Scott, but there the world turned and stomped off and the matter ended. I lay back in my chair, grasping horror. My wife and family rode me in wonder. What's wrong, dear? I eye fast. I couldn't tell her. Knowledge like this was too much for the only run-of-meal person. I had to keep it from to myself. Nothing I grasped. I leaped up. That's the book, and hurried out of the room. In the garage, I continued reading. There was more trembling I heard in the most. Nick, I read the most next revealing passage. He put his arm around Julia, presented the... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. He asked him, 
If he could remove his arm, he immediately did so with a smile. He had not said what was done with the arm after the fellow had removed it. Maybe it's left standing upright in the corner. Maybe it's thrown away. I don't care. In any case, the full meaning was there, staring me right in the face. Here are a race of creatures capable of removing proportions of anatomy at will. Arms, legs, eggs, arms, and maybe more. Without battling an eyelash, my knowledge of biology came in handy at this point. Obviously, they were simple beings, ultra, unicellular, some sort of primitive single-cell things, beings, no more developed than starfish. Starfish can do the same thing, you know. Ever on and came to this incredible revelation, tossed off coolly by the another, by the author, without the faintest tremor. Outside the theater, movie theater, we split up, put us in, part of us went inside, part over to the cafe for, for diet, dinner. Briny fusion, obviously splitting in half and forming two entities. Probably each lower half went to the cafe, it re, be, re being further, the upper halves to the movies. I read them on, handshaking, I had no, readily stumbled onto something here. My main real desire to made out this passage, afraid, there's no doubt about it, poor blight. Blimey, has lost his head again. Which was followed by, and Bob says he's utterly, has utterly no guts. Your body got around as well as the next person. The next person, however, was just as strange. He was soon described as totally lacking in brains. I was no doubt of the thing in the next passage, Julie, in whom I ever thought to be the more one normal person reveals herself as being an alien form similar to the rest. Quite deliberately, Julia had given her heart to the young man. It didn't relate that the final disposition or the organ was, was but I didn't really care. Evident Julie had gone right on living in her usual manner, like, the, like all the others in the book, without heart, arms, Lit eyes, brains, visitia, doubling up in two when the occasion demanded well to calm. Whereupon she gave him her hand. A second the rascal knew now had her hand as well as her heart. I shuddered to think what he'd done with him. By this time he took her arm, now content not content to wait. He had to start dismantling on his own, flushing crimson. I slammed the bottle shut and leaped to my feet, but not in time to escape one last reference to those carefree bits of anatomy, whose travels had occasionally thrown me on the track. Her eyes followed him all the way down the road, across the meadow. I rushed from the carriage and back inside of the warm house, as if cursed things were following me. My wife and children were playing monopoly in the kitchen. I joined them and played with frantic fervour, brow, feverish, teeth chattering. I had enough of the thing. I wanted to hear no more about it. Let them come in on. Let them invade earth. I don't want to get mixed up on it. I have no, absolutely no stomach for it. <laughs>